Bawauni from BA. This is a Rorschach Nigeria update from the 4th of May 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Nigeria. We begin with an update about the stranded students in war-torn Sudan. On Monday the 1st, Abike Dabiri Erewa, chairperson of the Nigerians in Diaspora Commission, best known as NITCOM, said that Egypt has finally opened its border for Nigerian students. Dabiri Erewa said that the border was opened after President Buhari spoke with Abdel Fattah el-Sisi, the Egyptian president, and that the passage was granted under strict conditions. But she did not give details on the conditions. The NEEDCOM chairperson's statement came a few hours after the commission said that Egypt's borders were still closed despite the arrival of the Nigerian Air Force in the northern African country to airlift the stranded students. Recall that NITCOM said that the first batch of students would be expected last Friday, barring any unforeseen circumstances. Moving on, the National Agency for Food and Drug Administration and Control, best known as NAFDAQ, said that it would investigate allegations of a cancer-causing chemical found in Indomie noodles. Last week, health officials in Malaysia and Taiwan said they had detected ethylene oxide in Indomie's special chicken flavor noodles. Ethylene oxide is a colorless, odorless gas that is used to sterilize medical equipment and plastics. The countries said that they took enforcement actions by recalling the product from shelves, although Hindu food makers of the noodles said that the product was made in compliance with international food safety regulations, NAFTAQ said that it would begin to test random samples alongside other brands from Tuesday the 2nd. The agency said that although Indomie was given license to produce in Nigeria, the noodles had been banned from importation and that it would tighten measures to see that there was no smuggling. NAFTAQ also said that the imported noodles were not registered by the agency. Now we know this may be sad for many citizens because Nigeria is one of the largest consumers of the noodles globally, but this just calls to be more careful and wait for feedback from NAFTAQ. Workers' Day was on Monday the 1st, and we wish every worker the best. In that regard, we've got some labor news for you. The Organized Labor, which is an association of the Nigeria Labor Congress, the Trade Union Congress, and other affiliate unions, have demanded a reassessment of the retirement age for public workers from 60 to 65 years. The union made the call on Monday the 1st and also called for a review of the service years from 35 to 40 years. What age do you think should be the retirement benchmark? We would love to hear from you. Some workers are also not satisfied with the labor conditions in the country. On Saturday the 29th, the Nigerian Association of Resident Doctors, or NARD, threatened to embark on a strike if the federal government fails to meet its demands within two weeks. NARD's National Executive Council of the Association said that the federal government has refused to negotiate with the association or take tangible steps on the revising of the salary. The association also accused the federal government of refusing to pay the salary areas of 2014, 2015 and 2016 to resident doctors. 
reacting on Monday the 1st, Chris Gige, Minister of Labor and Employment, said the doctors' demands were absurd. Gige said that the demands demonstrate an, quote, entitlement syndrome, unquote, and added that the government has given resident doctors, quote, everything they want, unquote. He asked the doctors to leave the country if they were not satisfied and that the government would figure out the next steps. Meanwhile, on Monday the 1st, Bola Tinubu, the president-elect, said that he would always fight for workers and that they will have, quote, more than minimum wage, unquote. He called for better understanding and cooperation, noting that, quote, tough decisions, unquote, will be made in the days ahead, but that they will be for the good of all Nigerians. At the moment, the minimum wage in Nigeria is 30,000 naira, about $65, but the government said it would be increased to 40,000 naira, or about $87. Let's move on. On Sunday the 30th, Babajide Shanwalu, governor of Lagos, announced that the state will put to the test the first set of electric buses for public transportation. Shanwalu said that the vehicles will reduce carbon emissions and increase efficiency. The governor said that a pilot scheme will run over the next few months to gather sufficient data required to analyze the current buses. While we are on the subject of Lagos, recall we told you how houses have collapsed? The Lagos State Building Control Agency, best known as LASBCA, and the Federal Airports Authority of Nigeria demolished 13 more houses in Ajao State and Shasha. On Friday the 28th, LASBCA said that most of the properties were situated on a pipeline that could cause fire close to the airport and that the owners lacked the necessary building permits from relevant agencies. LASBCA said that the agency had between 2016 till date served four different demolition notices to the occupants of the houses in the affected areas, but that some of them came with fake approvals. The agency said the demolition was a warning to those who would build particularly close to key sites without building permits. In the power sector, the transmission company of Nigeria, best known as TCN, said that it will reconnect three electricity distribution companies, or DISCUS, which were earlier disconnected from the power grid over non-compliance with market rules. In a statement on Sunday the 30th, Edmond Eje, TCN's market operator said that the reconnection followed the intervention of Abubakar Aliyu, the Minister of Power, who considered the collateral consequences on the paying customers. AJ said that the Minister's intervention has automatically prolonged the grace period of the defaulters to 60 days from the announcement and asked defaulters to comply with the provisions of the market rules. The demands are that the discos pay their outstanding invoices, post adequate bank guarantees and forward their active power purchase agreements to TCN. The affected groups are ABBA Power Limited, Kano and Kaduna Discos. Over to business, the Central Bank of Nigeria, or CBN, said that it is not contemplating the withdrawal of the recently redesigned Naira notes. Reports had emerged 
that the bank may phase out the new notes over scarcity. However, on Sunday the 30th, the CBN said that the speculations were unfounded. The bank said that the new and old currency notes, quote, have been circulating side by side just as the bank has been taking delivery of a good quantity of the redesigned banknotes from the Nigerian Security Printing and Minting Company Limited, unquote. The CBN added that it remained committed to supplying the approved bills for the smooth running of the economy. Meanwhile, in the entertainment world, Ira Starr missed her three-city U.S. show over ill health. The music star was supposed to headline the industry night show in Houston on Sunday the 30th. She was also to perform at the Something in the Water concert in Virginia City. The show was to feature ASAP Rocky, Busta Rhymes and other U.S. stars. However, Ira Starr said her doctor had placed her on immediate bed rest and apologized to fans. The singer reassured the public that she wants to make a special comeback when she recovers. And that's it for this week. Remember, we have a Mastodon account. Check out our instance, Rorschach.social. If you don't know what Mastodon is or want to know more about it, check out the link in the show notes to our Substack. Oh, double.